have heard episode 21 of Soccer Cards United and you had questions, but that's okay. We have answers. This is Postcards United, our weekly Q&A companion show for Soccer Cards United. This episode accompanies episode 21. And uh, my name is Jason. I'm joined by my co-host Enzo. Uh, Enzo, you were at some sort of a work Christmas party last night? Yeah, it was our little Christmas outing with all of the youths. Um, It was nice. Socially distant, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all work together anyway, so we were all... Do you know what? It doesn't even matter, because you're not socially distant at work, are you? You're all, you're no. all over each other. No, basically. Well, uh, it's not yeah. like that. It's a famously... A, a fa- <laughs> well, no, it's not like inappropriate, but it's friendly. Yeah, we're all working on devices. We were all very... Yeah, it was very... It was It was still a weird in terms of like it wasn't a normal night out. It was a socially distant-esque night out. But yeah, we were all together in our own little bubble, I guess, and we didn't really interact with anyone else. So it was good. Nice. Uh, on Thursday evening, I had a uh, virtual Christmas party because uh, my team is all remote and uh, they sent a load of drink to my house and it was like a selection of beer they were like what kind of stuff do you want I was like I, I drink beer so they just sent a load of different beers um, so I was just mixing different beers all night and it, I had an absolutely horrible hangover oh um, Jesus yesterday yeah normally we were, going, we were going to record Friday and I actually told you I can record Saturday and you were so happy I didn't know why yeah, because I was, I felt like death. I was actually, uh, I went out to get, co- get coffee, and then I got some coffee, and then I ended up in a Greek restaurant uh, in the city center. Okay. Because um, I was looking for some sort of food, and I was with a friend, and then he was like looking for food as well, and then we went and we got a, I got a couple of gyros or gyros or gyros, yeah. any big, yeah, big dirty plate of meat and bread and tzatziki oh. sauce and everything. So I was, I was happy out after that, but I feel much better today. You know, I'm feeling good. I felt a little bit hungover in the early hours of the morning, but I gave myself a late start because I'm in work now on Saturday and taking my lunch break to podcast with you, Jason, as ever. The commitment. Um, I I saw you had a a good tweet there on the Soccer Cards United account uh, where you were saying uh, it was like you feel like death, but you just want to die, but you have a Twitter account to manage. That was funny. Yeah, I seen that on. I didn't make that one myself. That was on Twitter and I took it because it was like the Twitter was kind of like self-made, but like someone else had made it. Seen it, took it, put it out, and was like, this is me. Yeah, I've been having yeah. fun on, on the Twitter. People are... You know, a few people actually hit me up. <laughs> Someone hit me up today showing me screenshots of an Instagram group they're in. And he said, listen, I fucking love the podcast. Just wanted to say, I give you credit. He was like, just wanted to say, I give you credit because uh, I talked about Panini Instant in my in my Instagram group chat. And like he showed me screenshots. And it was like, at soccer. And you know what? People have actually... Oh, look, I'm a petty person, low-key. Like, on the... like. With some stupid things, I'm it's like... It's not low-key. We, we all know. Yeah, I'm petty, right? It's fine. But, um, yeah, someone even, like... I was talking on Twitter about the Mukoku print runs. And someone's like... I think London Card said, is this... Was it 35? And I, and I... Or he's like... Or was I imagining that? And then I brought it. I was like, no, yeah, Dan Lydon said 35 back in the day. And then on Instagram, someone was asking the same question. And then someone was answering it. And then he, like, added me. And was like, oh, Soccer United said this on Instagram. And I was on Twitter. And I was like, that's what I want to see. That is good. It's nice to get that. Speaking of Makoku, I, I, while you were at your Christmas party, I was watching uh, Dortmund versus Union Berlin. Oh. And uh, Dortmund lost 2-1. Two, uh, two uh, Makoku scored uh, his first uh, senior good goal. goal. Really good goal. Really good goal. Did he look um, sharp? Did he look good? He looks a bit position, lost, doesn't he? His positioning was a bit off, I have to say, throughout the match. Like, And, and in fairness, I would also, be, if you were playing with... Uh, Reyna who's having an off night Jaden Sancho who's having an off season and Marco Royce uh, who isn't the same as he was uh, you'd be confused as well because they're all kind of just wandering around the pitch you know I think I think Haaland has like the 
the presence and the kind of the I don't know maybe the ego to command his space at centre forward whereas Makoko is kind of looking around for his cues from all these other guys and they haven't got a fucking breeze where they're supposed to be so um, Dortmund were, were awful Union Berlin scored both their goals from set pieces uh, they have a centre half uh, with four goals actually uh, Mitch from London Card said to me uh, I heard it on BT commentary I, su- I assume he heard it there as well uh, but he said it to me on Twitter that uh the, one of their centre-halves has four goals now from the season. They score so many goals uh, from corners as they did last season. And I had another underrated tweet, Enzo. Oh. I put a picture up of the Union Berlin coach, Urs Fischer, and then I put a picture up of a corner flag, and I said, name a more iconic duo, I'll wait. But I didn't... You had to know who Urs Fischer was. You had to be able to recognise yeah. him. And you had to... So are you still waiting? Well, if anyone wants to go and retrospectively give it the like, fine. No, but okay. No better do it. Listen, I, I I seen it. I enjoyed it. I think I liked it. I hope I did. Um, I know you liked it, but I think I, I it was one of those lessons where it was like, you, you have to know too much. There's too much required knowledge to get that, Joe. Yeah. There was two quick things, hobby-wise, that I will touch on as well. Um, the Champions League Sapphire, we found out today that they all have rookie logos on them. The Champions League Chrome Sapphire. All the rookies do. Yeah, all the rookies, of course. Um, I'm super excited about that. I, I, my box has yet to arrive, but it has shipped. And I have a feeling, I haven't looked at eBay, but I'm a feeling that's going to add a premium onto the already premium price. Yeah, that's very exciting. exciting. And then on top of that, mm-hmm. do you want to add to that, no? About what, what I got in the post? No, no, no. I was talking about um, Topps Chrome. Sapphire? Yeah. Did I well, cut you off? Usually, usually the, the actual hobby boxes don't have um, the RC logo. Is that right? No. Like, does regular Topps Chrome have the RC logo? No, it doesn't, but, like, none of them have yet, but, like, Sapphire... Like, I don't know for other sports if the RC logo is involved in Topps Chrome. Like, I'm not sure if it, it is natural that Sapphire always has it. I, but I, I think it's not. I think this is just, like, a once-off. Not a once-off, but I think this was, like, a new thing from Topps. Like, we're bringing out these two sets that are the same. Sapphire is limited edition, but we're actually going to put the RC logo on, on the Sapphire. Okay, interesting. I actually was talking to a friend of mine uh, who uh, produces some other podcasts and uh, my friend Ross, and he has actually, he has got a podcast, well, he he produces it uh, for uh, some gem, uh, some uh, rare gem merchants. Uh, it's a podcast okay. called Gem Pursue. If anyone's into rare gems, go and check that out. But uh, I was saying to him about our conversation where I said I always thought Sapphire was Red, red and you oh know that's ruby and he said actually jason i just learned while producing this podcast with the two gemologists that a ruby is a sapphire it's just a red sapphire he said sapphires can be all different colors okay yeah and he said that the highest the highest grade of ruby is a, a pigeon blood red ruby there you go Jesus, I don't think PSA get involved in that sort of carry on. Maybe they do. No, they don't. They don't grade uh, blood <laughs> gems. blood gems. No, just blood money. Um, so, um, Giovanni Reina, the Giovanni Reina set, yeah, Jason, has right. finally ended up in some people's hands, and we've seen one put up on eBay, one of the on-card autographs, number to twenty of Gio Reina, and it was up for maybe I think nine thousand. Not nine thousand. Yeah, it's up. It's not selling for nine thousand, but it's up there for nine thousand for us all to look at the beauty of what is a beautiful card, um, yeah. and it's just getting me excited about my postal delivery. Speaking of postal deliveries, my NFL Prism came, and I feel really strange about it. Yeah, I don't know why you. We're always giving people the advice: don't get involved in sports you don't know. 
or players you don't know players you don't know but you, you your logic oh, I saw you explain this a couple of on Twitter your logic was that you were almost buying it for 700 euro yeah. as a kind of a supportive thing for the benefit of Panini like hey guys thanks for putting this up there I personally don't want it but I'm going to buy it just to show you that we want premium product a, we want premium products. so you're kind of taking one for, for us all and saying don't worry guys I'll put the 700 down and you know make Panini feel a bit more confident yeah I'm trying to let them know the market's hungry even though I think they're still not sold out yet, which shows that the market's not hungry. But look, they're not hungry for NFL. That's the problem. I tried to help them, but they're, they're a lost cause. Um, hopefully, they get their shit together soon. And I think they will. Because how could they not? There's so much money being left on the table. Jason, have you introduced yeah. the podcast? Yeah, I told everyone this is where we answer questions. And then we just talked about other shit for 10 minutes. So We have questions. We have questions. Great. Right. Burnsy on Twitter hit us up, said, What do we think about the Del Piero lost rookie and its pricing? And did I get one? I think he said, did Enzo get one? I don't know if it was one of us, but did we get one, let's say? Because I've picked up the first two lost rookies, Cristiano Ronaldo and Leo Messi. They're both the autographs numbered to 49. I was very happy with those purchases. I didn't even go onto the website when Del Piero dropped. As much as I, like, he's a Juventus Juventus player, so as a Milan fan, I'm not it. But then as an Italian fan, I'm like, it's Del Piero, I love him. So, a bit of a mixed bag, but I wasn't interested. Like, Ronaldo and Messi, Ronaldo and Messi. I like the look of his autograph, like how he... How he did it, yeah, I like that. He's got a nice autograph, yeah. Yeah, so that, that retrospectively, I was like, oh, that's nice. Um, but no, I, I wasn't really... You know, you can't buy everything. I don't want to try buy everything. Messi, Ronaldo was different. They're just more iconic. Um, I did like the photo they used in the end. I liked the look of his autograph. The pricing, it was cheaper, but... It was cheaper I, than Ronaldo and Messi, was it? Yeah, like the of 49, was. it was like a third cheaper. So it was like 100 quid for an autograph to 49, which is great. But I also think he'll be a harder sell. The demand isn't quite the same as a Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, I think like there's stuff you could forgive with Messi and Ronaldo. Like you know, let's not go over this again. But like in when Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo card came out and he was in a Man United kit because that was his Champions League rookie season. And it's like, well, that's not he's not a rookie in a Man United kit. He's a Champions League rookie. But what's that, you know? And um, so ultimately, you might say, well, I don't unless he's in a Sporting kit, I don't want uh, him. But then it's like, well, it's Ronaldo, it's a Man United kid, it's Champions League, he's kind of like a Champions League icon, you know, a Man United icon, let's let's do it, let's go for it. Uh, I mean, I didn't say that, but other people did. And um, you can forgive a lot when it comes to Messi or Ronaldo that you're not going to forgive with Del Piero. You know, all the things that aren't really big problems when it comes to Messi or Ronaldo. Like, you might buy, for instance, you might buy a PSA 6 or a PSA 7 of a Messi or Ronaldo card because it's Messi or Ronaldo but you might say I'm not buying a Del Piero card unless it's a PSA 9 or 10 do you know what yeah, I mean and, and like he started his career I think at Padova as well obviously it's Champions League rookie but like it's not quite the same like I, I mean he's a Juventus icon so I guess you can let it but I don't think like Juventus have never won the Champions League so uh, this is no, you, had, this... you had to get that in there didn't you yeah how many times have Milan won it Meh, maybe a bit maybe is it 6 7 oof how do I get that I was thinking of, oh no fucking Liverpool won recently Liverpool are on is it Liverpool have 6 I think Liverpool have six now, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Fuck Is it Liverpool here. have six, AC Milan have seven, and then Real Madrid have 13? Yeah. I don't know how I... I don't know how I said... I, I was thinking Liverpool. I don't know why. I, th- I thought Liverpool got more Equal than those. Yeah, yeah, I got confused. But thank God that Liverpool are still behind us. The fucking... Well, do you know what? I'm I'm basing seven. I had six or seven in my head, but I'm basing seven on a... On, you know, those things where this new new uh, thing on social media, people say... It is seven, me, though. Yeah, they say, tell me this without telling me this that, you know? mm Somebody said, tell me what club you support 
without telling me what club you support and then somebody said just a letter seven and I saw it was an AC Milan um, uh, account and I was like I quickly my keen deductive mind worked uh, you did it and it was I did it do you know what it was it was Bayern Munich recently got their sixth Champions League win oh. and they leveled Liverpool I, I got confused there but yeah thank God we're it's still okay. ahead but um, I'm still annoyed because Real Madrid won like four in five or six seasons five years yeah yeah, yeah so that was because we were a lot closer to them they were, they were stuck on they flew get, away with it yeah, no, they were they were waiting to get their tenth for so long, and we were just too behind. But we were in crisis. But anyway, we won't get into that. So Del Piero wasn't vibing with it myself, even though it did kind of look cool because of his auto. But and I, there was part of me that's like, could I buy every single one of the lost rookies autograph to forty nine, and that would be a cool PC. Oh, that would be like a like a, like a rainbow. They call that in collecting. Yeah. I think I think a rainbow is if it's one player and it's all of his different versions. But I get what you're saying. The full set. Okay. Well, I but tried I to fun. I tried to do a bit of card talk and I failed. No, you did. Leave that to worry. the guys at card talk. Oh, a few other podcasts out there. There's lots, lots popping up. It's lots um, of podcasts popping up all over the place, isn't there? Lots of soccer card podcasts. There is. I'm noticing. I'm, in, <laughs> I'm interested in all of their <laughs> descriptions because a lot of them are coming out saying we're perfect for football and we're perfect for card. Like if you don't know football, we'll teach you football. But if you know cards, we'll, we'll teach you cards. All this. Yeah, so I wish somebody else had had that idea. So um, twenty we- twenty one weeks ago. Right. Ah, Next question. Fun. There was another. Oh, I had something else to add there. No, let's no, no, don't, don't. Oh, no, I think I'm, I'm like taking away from soccer cards United because I wanted to talk about Jurgen Klopp getting coach of the year and him being like Hansi Flick won everything. I don't understand, and it's just like not yeah. even the football people understand football. Jurgen. S- same we'll, thing skip. happened with uh, with uh, Megan Rapinoe, and she was in the women's eleven for the year, and then she was like, "I haven't played since March. Why would I be in it for 2020? There's other people oh. that should have it, but yeah, I think it's maybe a year behind itself, isn't it?" Uh, to be honest, COVID, did this seven, eight, nine months even happen? I think that is, yeah. we'll give them benefit of doubt on that, but really they're just... And idiots. also FIFA are a terribly corrupt organisation, so... Yeah, that's true. Shout out to Lewandowski getting a trophy, even though the Ballon d'Or, they couldn't possibly give it to him because the French League stopped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mariner FI on Twitter hit us up and said, have you heard of the grading company PGI and like, what's the general vibe? They're not good. They're not they're, good. They're not good. They're bad ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, for certain cards, I would no. Apparently, I'd say like for certain cards, look at them. If you really look at the card, the card itself might actually be in decent condition. But just in general, if someone has submitted to PGI, they know their card is in problematic condition. Probably PGI and who's the other one? GMA. Yeah, they're both. I not. always see them on on uh, eBay, and I'm like, oh, look at that. That's a that's a ten. And then I'm like, because sometimes people put in like PGI or GMA cards and by the way if anyone from those companies if anyone works at those companies if anyone knows anybody of those companies um get in touch with us and you can come on the show and you can tell us what it's like to be one of the smaller grading companies and have two assholes on a podcast just you know taking you out Shit for no reason but As, uh, people put in the ebay listings they'll put in like psa and then you'll look and it'll be a pgi mm. you know i think a lot of people that are new will see a slab and they'll see the grade 10 and they, they they'll be uneducated and they'll just be like, okay, that's it. That's the, like, it's a 10. That's a 10. It's all the same. So just yeah. be careful out there. Avoid them. Someone sent me like a PGI, I think 10 of a Panini Instant Mbappe. And the card itself looked really good. So I was kind of like, there is a chance that it's actually grand. Like you buy it, open it out of the case and resubmit it. But there might be a surface issue or whatever. Speaking of that, I got my, I got four of my Mbappe Instants perfectly sent to me. And then I got two and they were sent without top loaders. Just sandwiched between cardboard. It made me real sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's fine. FIB on Twitter hit me up, Jason, and said, um, do I have any Zlatan 
loves the pod keep it up do basically he said i know you're a big milan fan enzo how much like zlatan are you collecting what do you have i only have three zlatan stickers two of them from the 2004 european championship and one of his 2002 world cup sticker i have not managed to pick up his malmo sticker yet it's super expensive and rare hard to find in any kind of condition and it's super i don't know super expensive but it's definitely expensive and i haven't haven't dabbled so just the 2002 world cup would be the the sticker for me that i vibe with on zlatan he's an icon he's definitely underrated still but yeah the, that mammal sticker is definitely the, the go-to yeah um did you ever see that picture of him and he's in his bedroom and he's playing for malmo might be only 19 or something like that and he has all those pictures of uh you know or the real ronaldo around him yeah and uh it, he just looks like a giant he looks like will ferrell in elf he just looks like this <laughs> giant boy in like a childhood bedroom but he's like fully grown zlatan uh he's I, he's currently in rehabilitation to get back to playing with milan in january and uh milan are st- staying at the top of the league just by the skin of their teeth until he gets back i think that must be the strategy from pioli is mm-hmm. look we just have to stay in contention until zlatan gets back and then we'll win he was supposed to be back really soon but he's re-injured himself so we're hoping yeah that he's back so that that's sad i was hyped uh we miss him uh the, the others are starting to close in on us but they're all shit so we're grand um la soccer heads turner hit us up on instagram and he was talking about there was a he said i still can't a, get over the fact that turner stop is it. LA soccer cards. <laughs> stop it's, it right <laughs> he was he was basically saying I, I don't even know if this was a question but I, I vibed with it right he was like this is the only card that has pedri in a las palmas kit right mm. it's a 2021 mega cracks of the Real Betis player Emerson, but he is in the card as well. Isn't that cool? And then he, I think it was him, it must have been him, but someone then, I want to say someone told me, but it must have been him, was telling, it was him, was telling me that there, there's a really famous Michael Jordan card where he doesn't have the 24, jersey. he has a different numbered jersey on, but it's a oh. similar situation, it's someone else's card, but because Michael Jordan's in it and he has a different number, it's like apparently super desirable. So he's, but he's like, so now all I need is Pedri to become as as uh, prominent as Michael Jordan, and I'm onto a winner with this one. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, yeah, Las Palmas. God, I'm thinking back to uh, a few years ago. They were magical in La Liga when Kike Setien had them. Um, he was. They were just played phenomenal football, and uh, Vitolo was there. And I feel like Kevin Prince Boateng was there. He was. That season, yeah, that that they were there. they were just amazing that season. They were wonderful to watch. They conceded so many goals and scored <laughs> so many goals. Uh, I have a real affection for Las Palmas just based on that one kind of twelve month period when they were they were absolutely scintillating to watch. And uh, I'm glad that Pedri is 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 from their stock. Speaking of Pedri, Enzo, I was talking um, to uh, Brendy Boyle, who is an Irish expat that lives in Madrid, and he's a very good uh, Twitter person. If you don't follow Brendy, go over there. And um, he was saying that uh, he quoted Jorge Valdano, of course, Argentine World Cup winner, friend of Diego Maradona. Um, he was writing in El Pais, uh, El Pais or El Pais, uh, the Spanish newspaper about Pedri, and he said that uh, he's uh, Pedri is a. Uh, a Canary Islander with a German on the inside. Um, so obviously Las Palmas from the Canary Islands, from the island of Las Palmas. And uh, I said to, to Brendy, I don't speak Spanish, I said to Brendy, like, does German mean, in that context, like, is it a Spanish idiom? Like, does it mean, like, industrious or hardworking or something? And Brendy told me 
that it just literally means German. So what Valdano means is, is Valdano loves the robotic precision and ruthlessness of the Germans, like the current Bayern team or like Tony Kroos. Um, so he means that um, Pedri has a real like a steel and an efficiency to him. Um, so there you go. It's interesting. One from a Spanish language point of view, and secondly, uh, because Pedri has all the tricks and flicks, but he also has a kind of a ruthlessness to him. So um, we should all be watching more Pedri. Yeah. 100% and he had a, he had his top snare rookie and it wasn't a super high print run I think 7000 maybe um Daniel sports card Jason on Twitter on Instagram hit us up and said talk about the Portuguese league okay we don't give it uh, too much love I don't we don't give it too much air air time for a league that does produce so many so many players that tend to kind of end up in Champions League teams yeah the the Liga Nos as it's known um let's have a look and see uh, who is the current Portuguese uh, league leaders? Um, okay, let me have a look. Classificao. All right, Classificao, maybe. Portuguese is so hard to say any words in it, isn't it? Because it has all those little, it's just slightly strange <laughs> things. So, uh, Sporting are uh, lead. By the way, here's one for you, everybody. Uh, sporting Lisbon uh, is not actually if you it's not actually a team there is no team called sporting lisbon it's sporting club de portugal and in portugal they're just called sporting we call them sporting lisbon because um we're not in portugal so we're saying like you know we say sporting lisbon sporting gijon in spain all those different clubs so any sporting are are leading and then you have benfica and porto porto won the league last season um in uh i think they won the, the domestic double maybe maybe the domestic treble um in in uh portugal uh um Pepe still there. Benfica, Darwin Nunez is apparently tearing it mm. up for, for Benfica this season. Um, Braga, yes, yes, yes. Um, Portuguese League produces loads of talents. Isn't that big? I don't know. What do you want to say about it, Enzo? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just thinking back of like the likes of uh, that Benfica squad that had um, definitely Benfica, like ben, Di Maria, uh, yeah. David, David Luiz, they produced. Um, yeah, James Rodriguez, they brought to Europe. Yeah, there was a lot more. Was that, no, no, sorry, that was, that was Porto. That was Porto, that's Porto. Porto but yes, like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. There's just so many, there's, there's loads of names there I'm after forgetting because that Benfica squad had players all over the pitch. Yeah, um, and Nemanja Matic. Yeah. The, the other, there was, I think I think Otamendi maybe, was he partnering? No. He's there now. He, yeah, he's there now. But anyway, yeah, Portuguese league is constantly producing so many, so many players and it's a good one to keep an eye on. And I think, I think the current box... 2020 i don't know if it's 1920 or 2021 there's one of the boxes of the portuguese portuguese league panini stickers that is just stacked with a really really good players that could pop off but yeah, yeah portuguese league we, we don't give it enough love for, for everything they produce now in fairness no we don't and like if part of it is that it's just it's it's hard to it's hard to find like uh like streams or stuff like that of the portuguese league and um it's hard to find english language coverage of it as well um but yeah like couple of players i just thought of off the top of my head one is uh enzo you'll know the former man united wonder kid angel gomez yeah angel gomez. Uh, so he, angel gomez he's uh at lille he was bought by lille um, and sent out on loan wasn't he yeah to portugal portugal he's at boa vista uh, in portugal there and uh, he's having a good time his developments are very good there he has let's see three goals in seven games in the in the premier liga in portugal yeah. this season he was highly um, highly rated at united but just wasn't getting a game yeah, so that's he's developing there in, in Portugal. Uh, here's one. Nanny, former Man United winger Nanny, and former uh, sporting uh, winger Nanny, uh, is uh, Gomez's godfather. Really? Yeah. 
he's currently playing at Orlando. I seen him live, uh, Toronto FC versus Orlando City. Um, oh yeah, fun. last summer, last summer, yeah, Nanny. That's exciting. Quality. He he started playing a lot better when they put him at striker. They had him out on the left wing, and he wasn't up to much. And uh, another player that I thought of um, from Portugal that I hear people talk about is Ryan Gold, uh, who's a, a Scottish attacking midfielder who plays for Firenze in Portugal at the moment. And here's from from Ryan Gold's Wikipedia page, right, which I just looked up quickly. He hmm. began his how's this for for a, a career trajectory so far, right? He's 25. He began his professional career at Dundee United, where he helped to reach the 2014 Scottish Cup final. His abilities on the ball earned comparisons to Messi from the Scottish media, right? Hmm. Then in 2014, he went from Dundee United to the Portuguese club Sporting CP or Sporting Lisbon for about three million. He appeared mainly for their B team, and he was loaned to uh, Vitoria, De Sepetal, Aves, Firenze, and Hibernian. And then he joined Firenze on a permanent basis where he has 11 goals in 29 games. So, any Scots out there, keep an eye on Ryan Gold. He's tearing up in Portugal. I love that. I thought you were about to give him a crazy like trajectory like I think uh, Renato Sanchez had. Was it Renato Sanchez? Like going oh, no, from... Sha- Shaqiri, maybe, I'm thinking of. I don't know. I don't know Shaqiri's... Uh... I think he might have started at Basel. No, but I just remember like Bayern Munich. He ended up at Stoke. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there was yeah, a whole... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I think like Eric, Eric Chupamoteng maybe like he did his career in reverse where he started at um somewhere and went and uh, look, we're we're all over the place here because no, sorry just throw us off you know Shakiri's one it's literally like if if you if you play this career backwards it's just like iconic rise yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, anyway uh, rambling let's, let's do Portuguese that for everybody, Hang on, let's do that for everybody. Shakiri's okay. career just Jordan Shakiri remember that goal he scored at the World Cup uh, a few years ago it was like oh mad, yeah uh, he's so good. So yeah, he played for Basel, then Bayern Munich, then Inter Milan, then Stoke, and now he's at Liverpool. Yeah, so pre pre Liverpool, it was like Stoke, Stoke, Inter Milan. It was like Bayern. yeah, so it was like Stoke to to Inter Milan to Bayern, and then like as he's getting towards the twilight years, he'd be at Basel, he back where he's from. To, yeah. You know, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now and then the Liverpool one kind of threw off that, so fuck that. Yeah, it won the anyway, Champions so League with Liverpool anyway. The, the, the Portuguese league basically is I wish I, I watched more of it than I do they produce loads and loads of talents um, sometimes when I watch Portuguese football it can be it doesn't always look very attacking it'll be quite defensive obviously look the amount of coaches you know Jose Mourinho uh, Andres Villas-Boas uh, Andres Villas-Boas uh, Nuno Espirito Santo um, so many Portuguese uh, coaches all the around current the current manager of Portugal I can't remember his name oh uh, um um, Manuel, no. Um, oh, oh my god! He won the Euros. I know, but I can't think of everything. Uh, Fernando Santos. Fernando Santos. <laughs> Do better. What a man! But yeah, listen, they super tactical, super talented. It's it's a great league. Joel Felix came from there, as you Joel know. Felix Jason certainly Flynn, did. So. Certainly did. I love it. Um, the next question. Okay, so we had Golden Generation Soccer on Instagram said what what's our thoughts on world cup team cards slash stickers of teams that have won that specific tournament and then a follow-up was what player card sticker no would a player card slash sticker from a world cup even be close ever be as close to their rookies so team cards if you've won the world cup and then i mm, i think yes and no can i i'm gonna answer for a little bit um i think when a team wins the world cup like when italy won the world cup i had like framed photographs of the italian team like i feel like there's so much 
collectible if we're going down to the collectors there's so many collectible things you can get of the squad those become iconic photos iconic images and obviously then if you're in the hobby i guess the sticker because like the stickers come out before they've won the world cup so maybe there's some iconicness there Mm. um team photos in general like the likes of ronaldinho his rookie is too expensive but then there's a team photo that was put out at the same time as his rookie and that became lucrative because he's still in it so there is a team photos i will always say become a secondary market and then like a player card sticker will ever be as famous as their rookie i don't i don't think it'll get that close but again secondary market so i think like when diego maradona passed away i think his first world cup and then the world cup that he actually won those stickers are, are like you know once you go past the rookie what what are you looking for if, if a player has had 20 years you you know world cups are iconic and then again think of mbappe his i'm just um, gonna say mbappe yeah yeah his world cup cards stickers they're not as close as his like his like the prism yeah it's not going to be as close i don't think they'll ever be as close to the rookie i think the rookie's always going to be the most expensive but there's you know when you're looking for what's after the rookie if you can't get the rookie a world cup they've played in a world cup they've won i think is yeah iconic especially like if you have like mbappe his his actual rookie is so close to the 2018 world cup which he won and then also in cases of like um like zlatan zlatan's malmo sticker is pretty close to the 2002 world cup um maybe who else would you say like maybe wayne rooney say for the 2004 euros and um, is quite close to his club so it depends on the proximity as well like if somebody takes years and years after their rookie to make it into the national team squad it's very rare but that, if they won I think it if they won it yeah but it's also you have to there has to be some point and some measure that goes or some merit that goes towards the fact that if you literally have your your quote-unquote rookie season which isn't real in soccer but whatever um and then the year after or a year and a half afterwards you're in the world cup squad for your country and then you win the world cup that's so rare mm. like that's that's why mbappe is a special case because it's so rare that, that would even happen that you're starting every game in the world cup just a year after you came on the scene you know um yeah. so that has a special merit to it as well that's fair i like that um Gibran hit us up on email a shout out for that and he, he asked us like wh- what is the next big drop you know he missed out on top's chrome champions league and how, how do you keep up with them because there's a lot happening i think it's hard because a lot of it is like guerrilla warfare almost like things are just being dropped without mm-hmm. like no one knew the sapphire edition was coming out until it was out yeah um panini are really quiet but they have a lot of sets and the, their their sets i can't even get my head around them because they they've done some things for one year two years like the likes of um panini obsidian i couldn't tell you when that drops and if they're dropping another set you know but the next one we're expecting from panini is the panini premier league prism for 2021 that should mm-hmm. come out at some stage I, late late this year but I, I mean it's too close to christmas i don't know probably early january but yeah there's a lot that's going to come out in the next three months if we ignore december i don't know there's going to be more december drops big hobby boxes think so, i'm not yeah. sure but like i think a tops on demand will be on the way we haven't had one of them in a long time yeah um yeah i just think that people will try to squeeze a little bit like you know christmas and then post christmas is always mm-hmm. like so much money being spent so i think those are areas of interest um, yeah I, w- I would say for for like when it comes to stuff like tops on demand or panini less so because panini don't really do very kind of like small drops where it's all very yeah. like um close quarters but like tops uh and even the smaller sets i personally will use like maybe blowout cards or i'll use cardboard connections um, and I'll just have a look and y- they literally have pages um, of soccer upcoming releases and depending on where yeah. you are in the world they're going to be slightly different like it might be out in like 
they might be out in the states one week and then out in europe the next week or out in australia the week after or whatever it is um but uh yeah blowout card forums cardboard connections and uh, there's a really healthy community on twitter as well so um if you are wondering when the next big release is you can always um tweet at some people and then if it's like us enzo will retweet you and then somebody smarter than me or enzo uh, one of our followers uh, will just tell us all what we need to know yep that that is a good one jason the cardboard connections slash um blowout card forms there is like gen that they kind of get the scoop on what's coming out when because they get to order it in bulk yeah um so they they release kind of what's coming out and when it's coming out so that is definitely your go-to to give you a rough idea what's coming out but even then the tops on demand kind of are sporadic and just kind of come out of nowhere um okay lovely uh, another we had three email questions so email question number two jason from mm-hmm. matt um shout out matt um i'm gonna read it fully he says yo enzo and jason love the show matt from california usa here tweeted you guys the other day about the world cup and coming here in 2026 thank you so much matt we would love to be on the ground for the 2026 world cup yes when we're we both would. Thir- when we're both 30 jason no <laughs> question no. stop it question why does oh, there I don't seem feel to right be... after you? I'm sorry. I... <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so. It made me sad. I was really pumped to go to a World Cup, Jason. Let me get this off. I was really pumped to go to a World Cup, and I was like, right, this has to happen. I love football too much. I need we're to not go going to, to Qatar. Cup. No, but that's the thing. I was like, they they did the thing where they decided where the World Cups are at, and it was the next three. It was like Russia in 2018, which like I wanted mm-hmm. to go, but like at that point in time, we're in Ireland. We were like surrounded by like the UK media and shit. And it was just literally like, if you go to Russia, you're going to get your fucking head chopped off. Fucking Putin's going to bury you. Yeah. And all the ultras are going to literally murder you for speaking. But then it turned shit. out apparently to be one of the one of the most safe World Cups ever. Because apparently what, what Putin said was to, to everybody, listen, if literally one hair on anyone's head is touched and our reputation gets hurt from this World Cup, I will personally execute you. <laughs> so it made it safe. But obviously like when the tickets were going on sale, that was not the no. setup. The setup was, it's super scary. And I was like, fuck. And like even yeah. like my mother was like you're not I was still like I'm gonna go and she's like you're not going no and I don't want to have right? to try and explain to a group of Russian ultras no I'm not English I'm Irish no they well, there is a part of Ireland that's in the UK I don't want to and meanwhile my head's getting bashed <laughs> <laughs> yeah so no I wasn't vibing with that um Russia had a great World Cup but we're not getting into that and then the next one was Qatar which is like mad human rights violations and it was like oh this, these are yeah like some some countries it's like oh we've got the World Cup we need to build stadiums Qatar was like oh we got the World Cup we're gonna build a stadium but we need to build a city first yes it was a shit show and there's mad people use all dying. these bangladeshi peoples whose passports we keep um mm. and yeah and by the way can we just talk about as well javi right yeah this fella right um always banging on like about how the spanish government is oppressing people in catalonia and all that stuff and you know mesca and club and all that stuff then he's in in the interview being like newspapers whenever he has to whenever Qatar tell him to and he's like well Qatar is a very safe place and it's a great place to raise a family Mm. and yeah it's a really nice country it's misunderstood and it's like you're an absolute shill mate like I don't want to hear him come back to Barca and be like this is a special club because we have a community and it's you know we don't sell out and all he's a massive sellout that's true fuck that's true damn damn Jason you don't don't pull my heartstrings about one of the greats well, you're dead right. That's a fucked up. So I'm like, I can't go to fucking Qatar, even though there's still part of me that's like, oh, maybe I could go to Qatar. Can't go to fucking yeah. Qatar. And then we're going to be 30, Jason. But you know what? At least we get to go to the United States slash Canada slash Mexico. Let's do it all. North uh, American question, tour. Can we do a series yeah. of live shows all around? Oh, I'd love it. Depends what group Italy's in. 
I'll tell you that much. That's where I'll be. I can't commit to being in the States because I will be where Italy is. Ireland aren't going to make it, Jason. I'm sorry. Listen, question. Why does there seem to be not that much interest at all in vintage Gerd Muller cards? Then he says, lack of product or understanding. And he says, isn't he considered one of the game's greats out of Germany? Keep up the great work. I'll try to get over your way by 2022 for his games. Uh, I think it's just a case of a lot of people that are currently in the hobby don't know Jared Muller very much. And then there's kind of this element of... Right right now, because someone asked me, they're like, what's happening in the hobby? And it is that thing where there's so many things that we're able to buy because tops are constantly pushing out modern shit. And then we've recently... Stickers has been have been accepted. Vintage has been dove into. So right now, it's really much a free-for-all. There's so many old-school, amazing... Like, you're looking at Jared Muller. Buy as many as you can. You know what I mean? Like, in that, in that sense, mm. it's... You you don't want to use up all your money because you're not going to flip it fast. Like in terms of long term, like if we're looking at this in twenty years time, the market's not going to have as much as these super cool vintage things. The hobby's yeah. growing, and then they're going to get love. So I think yeah, at the minute it's just there's more product than there is demand, but the demand is going up because the hobby's still growing. People start thinking the hobby's not growing anymore, but it's literally just you know, let's say the hobby metaphorically we're in a, a twenty meter pool and there's ten of us now there's Ten thousands of us, but we're in the fucking ocean. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. does that make sense? Yes, 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 yes. So, that's my so best the, analogy. That's good. No, the 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 population has increased, but so has the space. Yeah. So relatively, well, that's it, isn't it? It's relative growth versus absolute growth. Like the hobby is growing in absolute sense. There are more people buying more cards, but prices aren't necessarily growing because um, the demand is spread out over a variety of of different products. Um, yeah. But by the way, also demand is growing for the main ones. I was thinking, can I take some time on this? Yep. So I was thinking about Gerd Muller, right? And I was trying to figure out, it's a great example of, 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 of somebody. And I, I said, well, let's start off by just looking at what he, what Gerd Muller did and what he achieved. So I searched Gerd Muller on, um, on Google. And of course, I say he's overrated, did you? No, no, no. I find okay. a wonderful uh, uh, article, of course, on Bundesliga.com. Because as we've said many times, the Bundesliga does a phenomenal job at covering itself um and so there's a great article here so um it says gerd muller one of the greatest goal scorers of all time few footballers to have graced the stage can hold a candle to the numbers gerd muller produced with bayern munich in germany i'll just give you the headline with 1251 goals in 998 games for bayern 62 goals in six 68 goals in 62 games for germany uh, Gerd Muller is a, a worthy of legend status as it gets, even before considering the string of records he set. Da, 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 da. Hansi Flick says he was like the idol when he was growing up, all that stuff. Won the World Cup in 1974, then he went to uh, play for the Fort Lauderdale Strikers in the States for a couple of years as well. So that's great. Um, but I, I was thinking, okay, that you don't, they're right, you don't get any more deserving of legendary status um, mm. than Gerd Muller. So why is it that? And I think it's literally just. I think we are going to look back in... We, we don't see it now because we're only like 20, 20 years maybe into this. But I think in 50 years' time, we are going to look back and say there is pre... I don't think... We, I think we've, we've underestimated the effect of the internet, basically, here is what happened. There's pre-internet and post-internet, right? So, Gerd Muller is ripping it up in the 70s, right? But if I'm in Italy, if I'm in Spain, if I'm in um, the UK, Ireland, America, in that time... I see him maybe at a World Cup. I maybe see him in the European Cup final. You know, maybe see him in person from time to time if he's playing in my local area. But other than that, I don't really see him. I only really read about him or hear about him. Whereas now, 
if I look at Robert Lewandowski and he's tearing it up for Bayern, I can see all his goals on Instagram. I can see his stats on Instagram. People are sending me clips. I can watch the games. Um, I have mm-hmm. digital TV. I can go on a legally stream game straight from Germany, whatever I want to do. There's mm-hmm. an availability and it's globalization. The world in the 19th, this is I think people comes up all the time in because you get English people being like, why does everyone not respect Stanley Matthews? German people, why does everyone not respect Gerb Muller? You know, and um, why does everyone not respect Alfredo De Stefano? The Real Madrid fans say all this stuff, and it's because at that time, you would have, you wouldn't have not. You're, everyone was in their own little bubble. You know, mm. we've underestimated the effect of availability. And that's why the World Cup is such a was such a exactly. such a huge thing. Yeah. Like it was crazy. It was like superstars were coming but superstars that you've only kind of heard of and you don't even know about really and then you're seeing it and you're like holy shit what the fuck is this like the the Um, the world cup in 19 maybe it was 1970 i think when pele was i think 1970 was the first one that was broadcast in color um it was either 70 or 74 and people saw pele in the in the yellow of brazil for the first time in in color and it's just amazing right and it's like the world cup used to be this thing where you saw, that's it, you saw people you'd only heard of before. Mm. Oh, look at him, look what he's doing. It's, that's amazing. Or you saw Maradona and everybody's watching it. But everybody's not watching it. Like, for instance, I don't need to watch the World Cup to see the best players in the world. I, yeah, I, yeah, I watch the Champions do. League. That you is know, mad. So, it's a perspective that does get missing now that we, we're just like, oh, the World Cup, we're going to see all, and like, all these players that we've seen in the Champions League. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's not anything. Especially because like a lot of players, like the likes of Pele, he wasn't in the Champions League. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of players that yeah. stayed put where they were at, playing their trade. Yeah, interesting. And obviously no TV as well. So yeah, fascinating. That's so I, I think yeah I think you have to just you you can't or internet should I say yeah you can't uh, apply today's standards to what happened back then. Yeah, and the people that that are most inspired by them. Are probably not in cards right now like it's exactly it's yeah. younger yeah interesting i like it and we have another email question jason okay before i shortly get back to work there is a really cool photo by the way here of uh, uh beckenbauer and muller playing against each other in the uh NA- nasl towards the end of their careers and Gerd muller is wearing a, a fort lauderdale strikers uh jersey and it's so cool and then mm-hmm. uh, he has this nice beard, and then Beckenbauer's in. The, I don't know who Beckenbauer played for, but it's just a really cool. Um, the MLS photo. has been like doing that for so long. Like you really don't. Yeah, and like I, I wonder were they in the same time that uh, Pele was playing for the New York Cosmos? I don't, I'm not sure. Potentially, whoever was trying to put all that together definitely had a lot of foresight. And then it, then it fell apart at the NSA, yeah. and then they then to get the World Cup in '94, FIFA said you have to have a professional soccer league, and that's when they formed the MLS. Crazy. There you go. And then Beckham and then all the rest. Okay. Be keen. Oh. Okay. Nicholas hit us up on email. Shout out to the emails. I, lo- I love the emails. I love pulling email. through big time this week. Yeah. Hey, gents. I uh, love the pod. You guys are truly crushing it. Enjoy listening to your perspective every week. Was wondering, would you be Thanks, so Nicholas. kind as to rate some of my purchases? I went on a bit of a spree. So. All right. He got two sealed jumbo cello boxes of 2018-2019 Don Russ. Um, 500 each I believe it was 500 US dollars I think what you sorry what year uh, 18 19 okay right he got some bla- four blasters from the same year so be, uh, he wants some fucking sealed wax like this guy wants to dig in he wants to he wants to have some fun is what I'm seeing here so what um, are so what are compared to like a big hobby box what are like what are these cello and, and uh, 
blaster boxes so blasters you would be able to in the states back in the day just kind of stroll in and pick up they're just packets you know you can just oh, pick right, them up right, right, right. um i'm not 100 percent sure on the configuration so you could you could find that online but i think it's the case i'll find it while you're talking okay yeah so the configurations for like so like a jumbo cello box basically the hobby box is creme de la creme because you have like guaranteed hits in it you know you're going to get an autograph or you have a good chance at an autograph and you're going to get x amount of parallels packets in some cases it, it is just like you can still get parallels you can still get autographs but super super rare and in some cases it's like it's just the base cards are in that so i think for like prism world cup there's blasters but i don't think you can get anything other than base maybe base on silver maybe but in in that case it's like it really messes up the base pricing of cards so it's like how many base mbappes exist because we can do a configuration of hobby boxes but that doesn't take into account um how many base cards existed in in just packets that were sent out so i'm pretty sure blasters are just base cards which is why numbered parallels etc etc are so sought after and it's why hobby boxes have value like you can't put a numbered parallel in a blaster pack because your hobby box checklist is telling you that you have you know a one in four teen chance of getting a numbered card like that can't it doesn't work out if you're randomly throwing them in packets as well if that makes sense okay so they're, they're cheaper but again the base cards have such value jason that they're they're worthwhile getting into i, think I understand the the confu- part of the confusion from our point of view ends up being here in in europe is that so it's really um it's a case of hobby box versus retail box so yeah. hobby boxes are available in hobby stores which are like yeah. old-fashioned like card stores that sell those collectible cards and then yeah. the other ones are stuff you can get in like the classic like people say like the Walmart, Target, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're con- it's confusing for us because there are no card shops here anyway. Yeah, and we don't get retail, so we don't know what, what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is the because like now there is hobby boxes. Like, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, like the Topps Chrome is a hobby product, so you can't like you can't get Topps Chrome in a, in a retail store. Yeah, I don't think you can walk into Walmart. You can get it online. A lot, a lot or more gun, gunfights. Yeah um so listen we don't need to break down the the exact for them that just for anyone who was like what are these lads talking about okay do you, do you did you still look okay the the saka premier league tabloid sticker he got 10 of them for 47 dollars so that's that's the first saka i think jason i remember we, we had a conversation about this a while back so i think in the i think it was the 1920 premier league sticker collection actually came with the was this, i don't know there was a, there's a saka sticker out there it's like a full a full view of Saka. It came out, I think, in 1920, if I'm not that's mistaken. The ta- that's the tabloid one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um He picked up Pulisic 2019 Prism times did you see two. The, did you see the clip on it? On, uh, oh, that's cheap. One second. There's a good thing about Saka, right? Uh, I saw an Arsenal fan post. It's like from, they must have been playing some game or something at the Arsenal training ground, and Saka was bragging, but they was like, uh, like uh, every time uh, Saka plays for uh, for Arsenal, and then it was, it was actually a clip of Saka going like, we're going to be terrible, but I'm going to be the best of the terrible. Mm-hmm. I actually think, uh, going back, I think he got the two blasters for 1,000 each. I think I think that is the going 1, on them. 1,000 each? I think so. Who's in that set? Um, 18, 19, Donruss, Jesus. Uh, I think it, Sancho. It. I think it's Sancho. I think I think that's the year, isn't it? Alfonso Davis, Sancho. Am I off in that? 17, 18 is... No, 17, 18 was Joe Felix, Sancho. But that's Topps Chrome. Is it? Oh, God. Which one? My Chiesas. I think my Chiesas are 18, 19. I feel like that, that Donruss rated rookies, there's really good ones. I think that's the one where it's like um, Alfonso Davis, uh, oh, Phil yeah. Foden. I'm looking now here. Um, I think Sancho is in that one. I think Sancho's rated Topps Chrome was a year before. 
but I think right, that was. Right, right. And then I'm pretty sure like uh, Vinicius is in there too, but I don't like him. Oof. There's some good shit. I think if I'm cool not stuff. mistaken, yeah, I actually yeah, yeah, haven't yeah. looked at Donruss. I'm right. Am I? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, he bought two Pulisic uh, 2019 Prism. I'm pretty sure that's the one with the Chelsea jersey at 19 dollars uh, each. That's super cheap. I was selling them for like 30 to 40 earlier in the mm. summer. Uh, Hyung Min Son, the 2011-2012 sticker. I'm assuming that's a Champions League sticker, Jason. You're more familiar with that. Which one? 2011-2012? Yeah. Yeah, that's a Hamburg one. That's uh, that's his true. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, lovely. For 29 euros. That's the post this week. a steal. Um, Martinelli stickers, £12 each. Um, yeah, I fucking got three of them. I have loads of them. I have so many of them. Uh, yeah, I have a few of them as well. He's, he I have should so be back many. in the new year. I can't wait. I, I, oh, I can't wait to sell them. Or if he pops off the way people thought he was going to pop. Oh, don't even get me started. Um, Zolabzai foosball times two at $40 each. I have loads of them too. I think $40 I each for Zolabzai? Is that what he's going to? Yeah, I'm a, listen, there's a chance. No, th- these are totals. These are totals. I'm getting confused. Do you know, I'm getting confused because I think he mixed it because at the end he has something at 329, but I'm pretty sure that's definitely each. But like, you shouldn't get... I don't know. Yeah, because like... The Sackas were 47, but that's definitely for all 10. Do you know what I mean? They weren't 47 Oh, each. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so I think there's a mix. Each. There's definitely okay. a mix here. And honestly, I think the Sellos were 500 each. I can't tell. I'm a little bit confused because I'll, I'll tell you why I'm confused at the very end. Uh, Martinelli, yeah, 12 pounds. That could be for all three. Did you see Salzai has gone to Leipzig? Four. I did, yeah. That's Which crazy. means he's going to be playing against Liverpool in the Champions League. Which is very fun. And it also means he has like that another move to make, which is it's, it's great. Uh, Sandro Tonali... Panini XOR Gold from the Chronicles at £12. Great. Um, Can we talk about Tonali for a second? Yeah, go. Because Tonali isn't really playing, as we talked about before. He's not really playing for Milan. I think... uh, Fuck off. I'm just saying, like, he's not, like, Kessie and Benacer are playing there in the centre midfield, and and Tonali seems to be taking a long time to come through. Yeah, um, we thought he was... Like, he's a player that should have improved that squad straight away and just started, but Benacer and... Because Kessie was almost out the door recently but they've both kind of just showed up and like we're top of the league so the, everyone's kind of playing out of their skin Tonali is getting some game time here and there and he is a fantastic player but at the end of the day, he's really young like he has a lot of time I think he's definitely the future of the Italian midfield and I love I love all those uh, those XOR cards they're really cool they are really cool that's not obviously his true rookie but like it's his first premium card which I think does get respect like at the end yeah. of the day it's it's high end it's better than his stickers I'm sitting on loads of his uh, stickers um, Zaniolo contenders tickets by two again those are beautiful cards I'm sitting on Zaniolo's actual rookie which was the year before I think 18-19 I have loads of them uh, I hope he comes back his knees made of glass so it's high risk I was, yeah we were talking about that on the last episode and I was saying and then I saw an, a, an article that said uh, what I thought it said was he's, he'll be back playing he'll be back training in January but what it actually said was he'll be back running in January oh god he's only as far as walking he's not even close to he's back running in January and then he'd be training, and then he'd be playing. Yeah, Poor I'm really man. sad. Like he, he was, he just, oh, the way he played, and then when when he got that second, like I seen it, I remember watching that game. He was barely touched, and then he was flying around, holding his knee, and I was this like, when he, when he was playing for Italy, was it Italy? I think yeah, it was. I think it was Italy against. Uh, it could have been Roma. I can't. Yeah, I think it was Italy, but I remember just watching it anyway. I was really excited for him, and when I seen it happen, I knew straight away this guy's not standing back up. Yeah, and it was, it was really sad. Terribly sad when you see that with a young player like that. Yeah, he's so good. Um, and then you got a 2015-2016 WCCF Leroy Sané. I have loads of them as well. I really, really like them. It's in the Schalke kit. It's uh, the Japanese Panini card game. Looks so, so slick. I love I love them cards. There's two variations thought, of that, that year. Like... Sorry, go ahead. 
there's two variations of Sane for that year. I have both of them. Um, I'm not sure which one you have, but they're both pretty much the same price and they're great. Yeah, I, I think we thought um, that maybe the WCCF would get a bit of play, get a bit of get a bit of like joy, and then that might seep back into match attacks. Um, but what's happened is match attacks with the Chrome thing has kind of like taken off, and uh, and the uh, Tyson Beck fire designs Autographs. and all that stuff. Autographs has kind of taken off, and now we thought it was going to be WCCF first, then match attacks. But I think match attacks has kind of upped uh, trading card games in everyone's estimations, and now that's seeping into to WCCF. So I think those Sane ones are a good pick. Yeah, I think WCCF is a good pick right now because of what we've seen with match attacks. And I will say, hearkening back on to the Pedri that we talked about earlier being in like the back of the card and the the, the uh, Michael Jordan, there's a WCCF of Neymar that has uh, original Brazilian Ronaldo in the background, and it's a really, really nice card. Hmm. So I think it's a uh, Santos. How does it have... Because he went back to Brazil. It's a Santos and I think Corinthians, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, it's very, very, very late era Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, very, 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 very early Neymar. Yeah, it's beautiful. And like Ronaldo's kind of faded in the background as well. He's that's not just like, in it. It's almost like the, yeah, that's, it's a, that's beautiful. the passing of the torch. Yeah, it's a beautiful. I think, is it a Corinthians? Can you clarify for that? Is that where Ronaldo I'll went? I'll check. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was. I think it was. I'm, I, I, know, I can picture the badge. I don't know why oh, I can't. I just typed print. in Ronaldo and I got Cristiano Ronaldo results. You, Ronaldo uh, da Lima. Corinthians, yes, well done, Enzo. Thanks, Jason. But yeah, it's a beautiful card. So yeah, love, 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 love WCCF. And I like some of these cool, quirky cards with two, two players on them. And his last thing, he said, oh, and I pre-ordered three boxes of Chrome UEFA Champions League 2021 at 329. Now, this is why. I don't know if dollars you US. Yeah, dollars US. But this is what confused me about the rest of the financial structure here, is that I'm assuming his three boxes were 329 each. Could they have been... 100 and something each does no, it does that even no i, I think, think so that. so in that case i feel like maybe the the finances here some of them are for everything and some of them you know are like each but i, I yeah. mean well, considering that the, the chrome is going yeah that'd be, what, oh, yeah, that, be 130 100 and no you know it's going to be big profit like if yeah. he got them for 320 each if he got them for less holy shit but if you got them for 320 each you're 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 gonna make profit because and if you want to collect them and you actually want to rip them and and see what you get in them, it's a great cheapest. price. Yeah, yeah. I I support. It. I'm trying to look here. Yeah, it's two hundred. I'm seeing now some pre-sale for. Oh, that's finest. Two seventy nine dollars. I'm seeing here for Chrome on DA Card World. Jason, we might hop on that. <laughs> we might just do. We might just do. Yeah, I think that's great. Like I love the idea of because it because he did say an email as well that was after the whole tops debacle. Yeah, he was like, okay, let me... I'm just going to get out ahead of this, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think he's someone that just wants to rip it, to be honest. I think he just wants to get his hands on something that's not 600. But yeah, I'm Which is that perfectly was valid. <laughs> it's very fair. Anyway, that's that's everything, Jason. I definitely do need to go back to work soon. All right. My, um, my lunch break can only last but an hour. Okay, was there a quick, was there a quick question from uh, about something like beach soccer or what was it, volleyball or what was it? Oh, yes, 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 yes. That was on the first page. Head tennis, soccer, silverback. Am I right oh, there? soccer, silverback on Twitter. The yeah, ubiquitous yeah. soccer, silverback. He he was asking us about head tennis, a 3v3. Who would we pick? Now, head tennis, is that like there's a net and you you can't... It's like volleyball, but with your head, is it? It is. It is indeed. Okay, who are you picking? Fuck. Um, I might throw Thomas Muller in there just because I feel like he'll take up the space that needs to be taken up. Yes. You, I think he'd be a really good tennis player, actually. 
Oh yeah, I think he'd be good at everything. God bless. I mean, I was gonna say Mason Mount because of how he gets around, but I'll leave him be for the time being. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking back of Drogba being like amazing at heading the ball, but like I don't think that necessarily trans will trans. I mean, he he could be good at like the the top. You know, everyone else is heading it up, and he's the one that's gonna try yeah. get the point. Drogba. So who did I say? Drogba Muller. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll, you know I'll throw Drogba in, even though I don't know. I don't think he would do well. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'll throw Drogba in though, and I'm gonna put. I need a Brazilian, and or I need someone that can really hold the ball in their head. I might say Ronaldinho, but I don't know if he'll. You know, when things get tough, I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna do it for me. I think he's gonna, you know, pack it in. Maradona, maybe. No, he's so small, but he fucking had a mate. Mm. I might go Ronaldinho because I've seen him do more freestyle shit. I feel like he could literally have the ball balance on his head, walk around. Yeah, I was gonna put. I'm putting Ronaldinho in mine as well. Who else? Uh, Ronaldinho um, I was going to stick P- Peter Crouch Peter Crouch Peter Crouch I'm actually going to put in fuck off yeah he's so tall most headed goals in Premier League history that's true I'm going to put Peter Crouch I'm going to put Ronaldinho but I don't think I don't think the ball is ever going to get up to his head height I think you're in trouble there Jason I'm going to put Peter Crouch Ronaldinho and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo oh Ronaldo because I feel like he could he his jumps really, he's, oh uh, no wait I'm going to change him I'm going to change him I'm going to change him Peter Crouch is staying in oh, why do Ronaldinho. I feel like you're about to put an Atletico player in I'm, I was going to put Diego Godin in because he scored that header at the new Camp to win the league but I'm going to go, I'm going to go across party lines I'm going to betray my Atletico roots and I'm going to oh. put Sergio Ramos in there that's fair because defensively and offensively he's a great header of the ball and I think he could really add some steel Ronaldinho you know he's my de- he's my defender. Ronaldinho's in midfield, and then Peter Crouch is my attacker. I love it. I love it. I, I, I don't I don't enjoy throwing the tall man up front, but listen, I have to do all... one for the tall family. Yeah, I'm tall. He's You're tall. Right. We have to represent. All right, Jason. Go back to work. That's all. Yeah, I know. We'll see you um, on uh, Christmas Eve for Soccer Cards United episode twenty two. Christmas special. Christmas special. All right. We hope everybody's good. And uh, don't forget, send in your questions on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, at Soccer Cards United, or on uh, at email, which is soccercardsunited.gmail.com. And uh, send us in your questions. We'll get to them if and when we can. Uh, thanks to everyone who submitted questions this week. Enzo, go back to work. See you, Jason. Have a good one. Bye.